Well, living in Ramsbottom, we're no strangers to festivals. And this week I speak to Stuart Lees and Susan Ashworth, who are going to tell us a little bit more about the Christmas Tree Festival that's coming up this December. This is Rami, your locally produced weekly podcast, bringing you news, events, interviews and information from the heart of Ramsbottom with your host, Lee. Welcome to another episode of This Is Rami. As mentioned in the intro, I'm going to be speaking to Stuart Lees and Susan Ashworth, who I interviewed uh, a couple of weeks ago now. And uh, they're going to tell us a little bit about themselves, a little bit about Dundee United Reform Church, which is where they're from. And also they're going to tell us exactly what the Christmas Tree Festival is all about, really. So uh, I'm I'm not going to labour this on too much more. Here is the interview with Susan Ashworth and Stuart Lees. I'm here with uh, Susan Ashworth, or Sue. Do you prefer Sue? Sue I'm, I'm either. Either? Okay. Yeah. You're easy. Yeah, you're easy. Okay. If I say Susan and you say yeah. Sue, that works for me. <laughs> and Stuart, I didn't catch your surname, Stuart. Lees. Lees. Stuart Lees. Fantastic. Right. So we're here and you're both, you both go to Dundee United Reform Church. That's right. So we want to just, we're going to talk about that. Yeah. Exactly what your involvement is. Yeah. Um, how long you've been going there. And what you like about Ramsbottom, really. So, obviously, the podcast itself is... That's pretty easy, because I've never lived anywhere else other than university, so... And I've always lived in Ramsbottom all my life. The metropolis. On Peel Brown, really. Metropolis of the North. That's it, yeah. It it definitely is now. I mean... Some people might be surprised to listen to the podcast who have either never. You'd be surprised. I get people that listen to the podcast who have never been here, and people who have obviously lived here and then moved away. And the amount of people that have lived here all their lives, like um, my neighbour, um, we were talking about earlier. Yeah. She's moved around, but she's always been in Ramsbottom. Yeah. She's never been anywhere else, um, so she's obviously seen a lot of change. Um, uh, so, Stuart, how how what? What kind of changes have you seen then if you've if you've lived here all, all your life? All sorts of changes. <laughs> all positive? <laughs> um, pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. I think the um the decline of the cotton cotton trade uh killed Ramsbottom for a short while. Mm. And then when the trains started coming up the line, the, the steam railway, then new Ramsbottom got a new lease of life then. Reinvigorated, yeah, absolutely. I interviewed um, the station master, and he said exactly the same thing. He said that it was it was it fell on hard times recently. Oh, definitely, well, recently, but at the time, and then yeah, obviously. yeah. Everything closed at twelve o'clock on a Saturday, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, My parents both had shops in Ramsbottom, two different shops, and you could walk out and leave the shop door loose. There was nobody about yeah. on Saturday afternoons, no. whereas now. It's a totally different yeah, culture. Yeah, it's different. It's, uh, it's coffee shops and wine bars now, is what, yeah. is what some people think. <laughs> and it's a dormitory town for the city, isn't it? Mm. Um, the yeah, there's, there's lots of people who work in Manchester. Of course and they commute. do. And, and much further afield than Manchester. Yeah. Um, the motorway made a difference there, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. You know, you're straight on the motorway and really anywhere in the northwest yeah. in the country. It is From Ramsbottom. Yeah. It, it it is one of the things which brings a lot of the issues with parking and things like that, I guess, because they never, it never really was built for this many cars. <laughs> Lots of housing's taken place, but the infrastructure has stayed the same, mm. and that's probably one of the negatives. Other than that, no negatives at all. 
That's, that's what we like to hear. It's come full I circle. Because so. I used to go to school in Bury on the train, used to catch it from, because I lived on, on Peel Brow mm. as a child, and I've come full circle, and used to catch the train to Bury and go to school, and then, of course, the train lines closed, and now it's come back again. You know, yeah. so it's all gone full circle. And was it not, was it like diesel trains and things like that back then? It was, oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So it was, it was more of a normal... It was a normal train yeah. line, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I, I have like had thoughts of getting a job in Bury or something and then catching the steam train into Bury. I thought, I think it's... Uh... <laughs> yeah, that would be it, wouldn't yeah. it? It'd be good, but I think it'd be extremely expensive at, like, what, six, seven pounds a time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, not many people can say you take the steam train into work. I think yeah. that would be that, one of That is things. pretty... Uh... So have you, have you got any favourite things about Ramsbottom, even past or present or Stuart? I love going up onto the hill, walking up to Holcombe, going up onto the hill, mm. walking across the hill to Pilgrim's Cross and places like that. And I that's something that won't have changed? In not, the past. A bit, yeah. not a bit, not a bit. And you can go up there and be totally lost. You can, you can find places where you can't see habitation at all. And I just think that's mm. lovely. And it's taking you half an hour from home. Yeah. Brilliant. It's, it's, it is quite a, it's a tough walk, but it is doable. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and it's just wide open spaces. And you can go up on the other side of the hill, you know, on to Scout Moor. And it's and just as good up that woods way. woods just the other side if you wanted to mm. travel a little bit further, I guess. Yeah, it's, it's great. So, how about how about yourself? You any favourites, past or present? I like the local shops. They're all individual, not your big supermarket. Well, you do have the supermarkets, mm. but not the big stores. And I'll never forget when I was at secondary school, a friend came and we we're walking through Ramsbottom, and she said, "Do you know everybody?" <laughs> because you did in the, you know, it was like, oh, "Hello, hello," and she said, "Do you know everybody here?" So you know, it is a friendly place. Yeah. Um, of course, now it's double trebled in size with people, and I don't know a lot of people, but yeah. um, I, I well, still... it's very rare that you can walk down Bridge Street and not say hello no, to a couple of no. people, isn't it? No, and when you go on holiday, it's lovely to go on holiday, but when you come off that motorway and you're coming across the top, you really feel you, yes, this is where I want to be, your home. Yeah, and I think Lovely. even though it's, I mean, it's November now and uh, we're getting into the winter months, but mm. I think even though it's getting darker, this it adds a charm and an, an appeal because there's a lot of places like where I've lived previously, it gets dark and you don't want to be out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but around here, you're driving past or you're walking yeah. down and it's everything's lit up quite nice. There's, yeah. The shutters aren't on the front of the shops. It's, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's a completely okay. different thing. It is okay. Well, like you said earlier, with with... Modern times, bringing in the bars and the restaurants and the coffee shops. Then people are coming and going all the time and enjoying themselves. Everything's going well. Yeah. People who I've worked with, um, I work at the hospital, and people say, you're so lucky to live in Ramsbottom. We couldn't afford it. You know, but we've always lived here, so it it doesn't really feel indifferent to us. Mm. I was born in Ramsbottom and got married and has always lived here. And they said, oh, you're so lucky. I'd love to live in Ramsbottom. <laughs> but, you know, they have to go and live on the outskirts of Bury or Haywood just because of the house prices. Mm. And what do you think about, because there's, obviously there's a lot of people moving in here, do you think they 
contribute to the community the way people have previously? I think it's a different culture that people are coming. They're professional, busy families, hmm. um, you know, with love more people to come into church, but these things don't happen easily. Yeah. You know, whereas years ago it possibly would have done. And I think you've got to look at, well, what which area is Ramsbottom? Yeah. Because when I was younger, Edenfield, Shuttleworth, Summersea, Holcombe Broke area, Holcombe, they were all part and parcel of Ramsbottom. Right. And that's what I still think is Ramsbottom. Well, uh, Edenfield's gone. And I still think of the rest as being part of Ramsbottom. Is that that when, because there's the uh, crest, isn't there, on the stone? Well, it was an urban district council, Ramsbottom originally, and then it got uh, swallowed up with Bury and split in, not in half, but split, and the Edenfield area went to Rossendale Hmm. and the rest in Bury. And Ramsbottom, actually, as an urban district, ceased to exist, which was a bit sad. Yeah. Mm. That's one of those things, I guess, where the borders are a little yeah. bit more fluid. Yeah. 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 So you touched on the church then, Sue. So uh, how long have you been going to uh, Dundee United Reformed Church? Oh, I'm a relative newcomer, really. <laughs> um, the garden centre on the top road here, mm-hmm. that's now the apartments, the church that's the apartments. Yeah. I was there until right. it closed from being born. I was organist, did Sunday school. I was church secretary. And that was part, you and know, that was part, church, yes, wasn't it? yeah, right. So, um, and it closed in two thousand and one, and I made the decision to go to Dundee. Although we had had links with Dundee previously through the minister, but not at the time we were linked with Berry at the time when we closed. So it was either go to Berry, Green Mount, or Dundee, and I made the choice to go to Dundee. And decided I'd been doing so much at Park, I wasn't going to do anything at Dundee. I was going to turn up on a Sunday, worship and go home, which lasted a few years. And then I had a grandson (laughs) and started bringing him. So I started doing junior church with Stuart's wife, Hazel. Um, And it went from there and I started... I do play the piano if the shorter Sunday, but they had a lot of organists at the time. So from 2001, I've been at Dundee. And then once you're an elder in the URC, you're always an elder, but I was a non-practicing elder. And then, I don't know how long ago, six, seven years ago, stepped forward and said, I'll become an elder again. So this is how it's all evolved. So what what, what qualifies you to be an elder, is it? Is it anything in particular? Good question. (laughs) Um, Obviously, you've got to be... uh, um, your faith's got to be rock solid and lead by example um, and that if, if you become an elder then that, that enables you to help to run the church and you give them job after job <laughs> after job so, so it's something that comes with it's benefits like a committee and... type, yeah it's like a, a committee which at the moment we're uh, very much leading the church aren't we so how many, how many elders are there roughly? Do you know? Seven. Seven? Seven. Okay. Yes. Um, and and the, they help to run the church, but basically being the United Reformed Church, the church meeting, made up obviously of all the members, they 
have the final vote on anything that that, that needs to be done. Mm. And do you find it's usually unanimous, or is there? Um, not necessarily unanimous, but often if the elders recommend something to the church meeting, then then it will be carried. Right. Generally, got a lot of yeah, ideas. Yeah, yeah. I mean, over the over the last few years, we've done several bits of alterations. We've had the new uh, disabled access put in, and spending money on that. Well, it required the whole of the church to, to vote on it. And the elders came along with the recommendation and then the church supported it. Mm. And it was the same. We've had a new kitchen and new toilets and um, the same thing happened. Yes. Yeah. But it doesn't always happen. There's, there might be some friction somewhere <laughs> along the line. Who knows? So new coffee-making facilities for the elders. <laughs> that was panned. Um, what the limousines for the elders? Was uh, that yeah, that's, uh, that's uh, <laughs> annual holiday. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I see. You can't get can't get it past them. Can you? <laughs> and so you've uh, I, I, I haven't touched on it in the interview yet, but the you've got an, a bigish uh, event coming up that I know nothing about, and I'm sure the listener of this podcast might also know nothing about. So hit me with it. What it's tr- something to do with Christmas trees. <laughs> um. Yeah, because of all the alterations in church and the more or less have come to an end, it's been going on for three years. Three or four years. Yeah, you know, doing all these alterations because we didn't want to disrupt the life of the church doing it. Um, And we wanted something to show the new building off and the way it can be used to the local community especially. Um, And we've just had Macmillan, which is a, a big event at our church. So we didn't just want a coffee morning or a bring and buy or anything. So we came up with the idea of a Christmas tree festival where we'd ask local um, shops and um, the community, the other churches, to put a Christmas tree for the weekend. And we're having a raffle and Christmas refreshments. It's free to come in. And the money that we are raising through the raffle and refreshments, we we talked about who we should support and decided on Speakeasy Ramsbottom, which is a local charity, which we do have connections with at church. Um, people from church have had uh, the relatives go. So we decided to do it for them. Fantastic. So right. uh, we thought it was something different. Yeah. And they do take some planning, so we've been doing it for a few months. So, so what? So you say the local businesses are they? So are they going to like hire a Christmas tree? They, c- they contribute a tree, right? And ah, so they give you a tree, and they, and they decorate it. Yeah, and they decorate it in a manner that might be suitable to their right. business or their church or whatever they want to represent. Okay, so. Um, I think the opticians has moved now, but if the opticians was there still, for example, you know, you could uh, hang in glasses. Yeah, absolutely. Right, yes. okay. Absolutely. Not so, to give anybody any ideas. No. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, some charities that are doing it will, will promote the charity. The shops will promote their shop. We did consider having a theme, hmm. so we'd give them all a theme, but then we decided perhaps it might be of interest to people to see what other people are doing um, to support us, right? Okay. So well, it gave them the chance to use their own imagination. Yeah, then, didn't yeah. It? So it's a, it's a bit like the the duck um, fest, the, yes. not the duck festival. It's not duck festival. The duck it's race. the duck race. Yeah. Um, everything else is a festival, yeah. I think, in Ramsbottom. Yeah. Yeah. The duck race. <laughs> the duck race. Is, <laughs> is, is no, definitely duck definitely race. not. 
Um, so it's a bit like that where they, they decorate it in their own scheme yes, and then, and then right. they give the tree to the church and then is the, is that raffled off? No, oh, no they no. will oh, take right. the they tree back. The They'll take the tree back. Right, yeah. okay. Yeah. Quite a lot of businesses and um, people are giving us raffle prizes who haven't got the time to do the a tree or doesn't lend themselves to the trees. So they've been giving us raffle prizes. So mm. hopefully we'll have a good raffle and raise quite a bit from that as well. Fantastic, right? Quite quite a few of the local churches have uh, decided to yeah, most to, to, to do a tree as well. So we should have, I don't know, how many I trees? I think it's about 18, 19 trees. Maybe even 20 trees scattered. Do they the pick church. the tree or do you, have you got trees in mind? Because I'm thinking... No, some can be big, some can be small. I was going to say, because like, you're giving them a limit. <laughs> <laughs> some can be stood on a table. You're going to get people coming in with massive trees. No, 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 no. Like no. a truck pulling up. <laughs> You've got to remember, they've got, they've got to decorate them. I guess, well, true, yeah. I guess the bigger they make it, the more decorations they have to put on it. Yeah, so we're hoping there's one outside. Yeah. And then we have our own big tree in church, which is massive that goes on the platform at the front, which we have every year. And then the others will be either on the floor or tables down the side. And they will be there for service on the Sunday, and then they can come and collect them. Fantastic, right. So, okay. I wonder if there'll be any upside-down trees, because I'm sure that, that was a, that was a fad be, or something. Yeah, I think there might be a couple of unusual trees, yeah. but I'm saying nothing All else. right, okay, so you already know. All right. <laughs> so what day, what date? It's uh, It starts on Friday, the 1st of December. Okay. And uh, the mayor will be coming along at one o'clock to wow. open proceedings. So from then on, it's one o'clock till four o'clock on Friday, the 1st of December, 10 o'clock till four o'clock in the afternoon on Saturday, the 2nd of December. Fantastic. And I, I've actually got the day off work that day. So uh, I, oh, might, right. I might even pop round. Yeah, that sounds great. Yeah. Yeah. More, the, more the merrier. Fantastic. Right. And there should be a big tree actually outside the church in the, in the gardens there with... Um, Fully decorated that the fire service are putting up for oh, us. Brilliant. Right, okay. So, uh, are they are they physically going to put it up as well? They are they? physically yeah. going okay. to put it up, yeah. Fantastic. So that, they that should be interesting. Do, they do our big one, don't they? Yeah. yeah. They put the big one in church because it is massive. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I'll, I'll definitely keep an eye out for that then. On the day after of the Christmas tree festival, on the Sunday, um, we'll be giving thanks for the festival itself and it is a toy service where uh, people bring toys that are pretty good in pretty good condition mm. and they are taken then down to Salford to Father Wyatt uh, Father Wyatt a priest in Salford who's got a church there we've uh, got two churches there actually uh, and he deals uh, with a lot of homeless people so any of the toys that are brought in, they all go to make the children, young people, down there to give them a much happier right. Christmas. Oh, brilliant. Uh, actually, one of the churches down there was burnt down. It's, it's, it's an ongoing process right. to, to rebuild and get it back, back up to... Right, OK. Well, fantastic. It's, uh, I think it's one of those things that it... When you've got kids, I think it hits home when you've uh, when you know that there are people who are obviously yeah, not. Yeah, certainly at Christmas time. Yeah. you know, I mean, if if you can help kids at Christmas, that's uh, that's what Christmas is about, isn't it? As yeah. well as uh, you know, we think of we think of the manger and and Jesus, and mm-hmm. um, that is the centre of Christmas. And after the toy service on that Sunday, then leading up towards Christmas itself. 
there'll be a candlelight service and a nativity service. Uh, the weekend, not the weekend immediately before Christmas, but the Sunday the 17th, right. there'll be a nativity and a candlelight service in the evening. Um, which brings us nicely mm. along through Advent to Christmas Day. So the Sunday the 17th, that, it's 6.30. Right, OK. It's a service. It lasts about an hour. Then we have some refreshments afterwards. Fantastic. We can chat and it's always a nice atmosphere. Yeah. It's, it's lovely and everybody's welcome. Yeah, and that's that's in the uh, the old school building. That's on, on Dundee Lane, obviously. That yes, was a long, long time like ago. School, <laughs> and that's one, that's one of the reasons why we wanted to do a Christmas tree festival because looking from the outside of the church, it just looks not very interesting building. Mm. Uh, but once you go inside, we think everyone that's been in, it, it, they're transformed by the beauty of it. And we just like people to see it, particularly having done all these alterations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's a lovely building, and you've and you've got the. I'm going to assume you've still got the picture on the right hand side of what it used to look like as you walk in. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. of uh, of the the was it out the outside of the building? I think. And then you, was the, the plans, guy? yeah, it was the, plans. the plans. That's it. Yes, of what of what the, it was going to be. The Victorian plans, yeah. the great Victorian plans to build where the garden is now. Yeah, yeah, and uh, obviously. Plans change, but it's nice that you still got the plans, and it's, people can see what. Oh, absolutely, what yeah, was, uh, yeah. There. Who so, knows? In the future, they may. <laughs> it could. It could. You know, it's, Ramsbottom's not a stranger to building work, so I'm sure that's always an option. <laughs> yeah. So, what are you doing yourselves for Christmas? Are you, are you, are you both here? Are you visiting relatives or anything? Or we should be here this year. Yeah. Me and my wife, looking after my dad. Wow. Okay. <laughs> is he, is he local as well? My dad, my dad is local. He's 98, living on his own. Right. So uh, he'll he'll be coming to us on Christmas Day. Fantastic. Once we've been to church, and uh, we'll have a very quiet Christmas because uh, our son and the grandchildren are with the other grandparents this year, take it in turns. <laughs> quiet, yeah, quiet is, is nice at Christmas, I guess, but it's also nice to share it with grandchildren up to a point. When <laughs> Cheerio! <Yeah>. And <laughs> how about you yeah. two? Obviously, you've... Uh, well, I'm having the operation in two weeks on my knee, so hopefully I'll be mobile again for Christmas. But we're the same. I have two daughters. One has family and one hasn't, so... We're spending this Christmas with my daughter and a partner who haven't got children, and we're probably going for an Indian nice. <laughs> on Christmas Day. Okay. <laughs> on Christmas Day, incidentally, the ch- once again the church is together in Ramsbottom. They put on a Christmas Day meal for people who will be on their own on Christmas lunchtime. Right. Okay. And that's uh, that that's put on at the worship centre, Canon Lewis Hall, on off Longside Road. Um, and there'll be about, well, between 30 and 40 sitting down at uh, 12.30 Christmas Day. People that otherwise would be totally on their own. They're picked up by car, they're taken back by car, and they're fed. Nice. Okay, so do they just wait around and then the the car picks them up and takes them home? It's all prearranged. The car appears and they're brought along about between 12 and half past, and then they... um, they have a chat with everybody, they'll have drinks, and then they'll have the meal around one o'clock. Brilliant. And after the meal, there's some sort of entertainment, and then about four o'clock, 
they take them back to Fantastic. their Fantastic, that's great. Because I've seen those things where um, you can go to someone's house, for example, and you can mm. have a meal with them, but I don't think I've seen too many where they're all together. That's, it happens that's at Christmas Day, and it happens at Easter time as well. Brilliant. And it's organised by all the churches in the town. Fantastic, right. Okay, and that's that's the churches together? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Brilliant. And they all do, everyone just... Is it always at Canon Lewis? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Right, well, thank you very much for speaking to uh, me for This Is Rami. And uh, I hope to see you around soon. And, Thank uh, you for coming. No problem at all. all Thank right. you Thank very you much. much. It was lovely speaking to uh, Susan and Stuart there. Obviously, uh, Susan was due, I think she's actually possibly just had the operation now on her knee. So I, I went up to Susan's house and she very kindly let me in, obviously. Otherwise, the interview would be... Uh, a little bit difficult through the letterbox but uh, yeah she let me in and we had a fantastic chat about uh, all things ramsbottom really so hopefully you've uh, you've enjoyed that little little chat there and uh, maybe you're even planning to come down to the christmas tree festival itself i don't, I don't know I, i'm definitely going to be uh, going to be going down either on the first uh, hopefully on the first which is the friday or uh, or maybe even the second but it's going to be one of those events where uh, you you might not be uh, entirely sure what it's all going to be about but you can guarantee that there's going to be some kind of fun that's going on so uh, i will be turning up to that uh so Right, so on with the rest of the show. So we've got some Ramsbottom United news coming up and uh, I'm going to list some events and I've got a few shout-outs as well. So starting with the regular Ramsbottom United news. Uh, so it's been a bit of a mixed bag of results for the Rams recently. Uh, we've had a we had a great 3-0 win over Staley Bridge Celtic in the Evo Stick League Cup. Uh, that was then followed by a 4-1 loss to Altrincham, um, who, well, to be fair, they were the ra- highest ranked side at the time. That wasn't in the Evo Stick League Cup. That result was actually in the uh, FA Trophy. And, you know, even though we did get a goal in under two minutes, um, they were just too tough for us and uh, they punished us for one in fact I believe one of their players actually got a hat trick so never mind but uh, it does allow us to focus on the other things that we're in uh, but you know speaking of today we had a, a fantastic result against Bamba Bridge where we had a 3-2 away win um, and they are second place in the league at the moment so you can't you can't do better than that really uh well unless you play in the first place uh but i was personally quite pleased with this result as we were beaten 1-0 when bamba bridge visited us at home and that happened to be the first football match i ever took my son to you rotters uh so well done lads thanks for settling the score on that one uh Ramsbottom united currently sits in 11th in the evo stick north table uh, which is exactly mid table uh, the next match is on saturday the 25th of november and it's against uh who's against a uh, ghoul ghoul afc and that is an away match kicking off at 3 p.m so moving on to some upcoming events now. Uh, I'm I'm just going to list one upcoming event because it's you know we're nearly into December and uh, it feels appropriate. And there's this event is uh, quite a regular thing around here. It is the Santa Specials on the East Lancashire Railway. Uh, now this, if you've never heard of the Santa Specials before, you'll have probably seen the signs and things like that. But basically, it's a uh, 
a Christmassy train. Um, there's you get to see Father Christmas. People are dressed up as helpers. Um, what else is there? There's a brass band. There's carol singing. Uh, there's going to be a magician on board. You get a gift. Um, you've got biscuits and juice and mince pies and and stuff like that. So it's it, there's lots of stuff going on on it, and it's all Christmassy themed. Now. It isn't cheap. I'm going to be completely honest. It's not cheap. Uh, so ticket prices, for example, if you were to go now at the moment, it says that it runs from the 25th of November until the 24th of December. However, please do check out the website, theeastlanksrailway.org.uk website, because a lot of it is already fully booked. Now, if you were to look at the thing now, it's pretty much you can probably get you can quite easily get a ticket on the 25th and the 26th of november uh you might struggle on the 2nd of december unless you go very early at 9:30 or very uh pretty much the last one which is 10 past 4 after that it's red which means that apparently there's no availability which is the 3rd the 9th the 10th the 16th the 17th that's all fully booked the 21st of December is green, so you can pretty much go whenever you want on the 21st of December. 22nd, there's a good few slots there. After that, 23rd and 24th of December is all fully booked as well. Now, the prices are, so let's assume that you were looking at the 21st of December where it's a, you've got a bit of place there. So it's £17.80 per adult. Um, if you have a adult ticket with an under three on your lap it's 27 pounds 80 and if you've got a child who is zero to 17 um so a child's ticket on its own is 14 pounds 20 so i'm assuming for example if you and uh, you went on your own with two children uh, i'm assuming that your children they could be your relatives or whatever but if you went with two children you've got uh you could probably pay this the 27 pounds 80 for you and one child and then it'd be 14 pounds 20 on top of that for the next child. So as I say, it's not the cheapest thing in the world, especially if you've got, uh, you know, a medium to large family. And, um, but it's one of those things where you, I guess you've got to experience it once in a while. Uh, there's other things going on. There's a souvenir Santa specials t-shirt and, uh, hopefully we'll, uh, hopefully it'll be a nice dry night. Um, you never know what the weather's like around here, but, uh, hopefully that's something that you do get a chance to go to at least once. Uh, in your life and uh, just see your kids' faces light up, really. So I'm moving on to the other regular section, which is the shout-out. So I really do appreciate everybody that follows the uh, This Is Rami social site, so on the Facebook, the Twitter, the Instagram, all those bits and bobs. And uh, each episode, I try and give a shout-out to just a few people who have recently followed the pages. And the shout-outs this week go to Kay Hilton, Izzy Farnell, Sha- uh, Sean, Will- Sean Wells, not Shan, Sorry, Sean Wells, Dan Thornton, and Victoria Newins. Thank you very much for following This Is Rami. Uh, if you would like to get in touch, it'd be fantastic to hear from you. Either, you know, reply to a post or uh, post on the pages yourself or tweet me or email me. I'm very, very contactable and I always reply to the messages that I do get. Right, so this seems like a fairly logical place to wrap up the show. So I'm going to try and get a few more episodes of the uh, podcast out. Um, I I do still have a bit of a fear that I've got episode 100 coming up. I've got a few things in mind that I would like to do. Um, 
but whether or not I get a chance to do that, I'm not sure. I'm hoping I will. I've got a few interviews that I need to line up. There's certain people that I really would like to get on the show because they're either doing fantastic things. I, I personally love what they're doing or, um, they just, I think they would really be, have quite an interesting conversation. And I'm, I'm, I think it'd be something that you would really enjoy. So. I want, I need to organize that. I've got some holidays left with work. So I'm going to try and use those up to try and get some of those scheduled in. I've got lots of ideas, just not enough time for it. So, but however, having said that, if you do have any ideas yourself, then please do get in touch. Uh, you can find all of the contact details on the This Is Rami contact page and you can get to the This Is Rami site on thisisrami.co.uk. Rami spelt R-A-M-M-Y. And as always, all of the links and things like that will be in your app. If you're listening on an app, uh, you can just swipe to the show notes or... Uh, press whatever button it is in your app to get to the show notes or you can go to the website if if you're listening on the website you can already see them right below this so thank you very much once again for listening hope that you can join me again next time and uh, if you do share this episode that would be very very much appreciated either on your facebook your twitter uh, if you subscribe as well that'd be very very much appreciated too uh, we've got quite a good collection of people now who join me regularly and uh, you do get in touch as well so thank you very much for all that interaction i uh, i do love it each and every time so thank you very much thanks for listening to the show this podcast exists to interview local businesses local group members and rammy individuals in an effort to bring more attention to our fantastic town if you like this is rammy please consider subscribing leaving us a review or sharing with your friends 